Welcome to life. This morning, I just like to say some few words. You know, as I was listening to a preacher, he said something, and it just really hit me. And basically, this is what it is. I'm just going to make it basic. What are we doing for the Lord? What are we doing for the Lord? We're not here for ourselves. We're here because of Him. He has a purpose. He has a plan for all our life. And sometimes we want our plans to go forward. You know, there's a scripture that states, For we walk by faith and not by sight. Trust in God. The Bible said when we acknowledge Him, He will direct our pathway. You see that? When we acknowledge Him, you know, when you wake up in the morning, you, you ask yourself, you say, God, what are your plans for me today? We don't say that. We really don't. I am also guilty of that too. You know, we wake up, we say, okay, we're going to do this, we're going to do that. And, you know, and there's Jesus right here listening to hear if any of our plan involves him. And it just kind of brought conviction upon my spirit that when we stand before him, what are we going to show for it? You know, sometimes we pass through this life and all we do is sit there and complain. Woe is me, I don't have this, I don't have that. I need, and you know, we just cry about everything. We don't take the time to pray for each other. Lift up another person, you know. It's all about us. And if we put aside ourselves and start thinking of someone else, what they're going through, Pray for that stranger. Share a word. Even a smile can be a blessing to someone. Whoever God brings into your life, he brings that person in your life for a reason. Sometimes we might not like the person that is in our life at that moment, but there's a lesson for us to learn. And this is where we have to rely upon the Holy Spirit and ask the Holy Spirit for his help. So you could see the lesson telling you. And the scripture with Job, he went through so much. The enemy job is for us to take our eyes off the Lord and focus it on our problems, focusing on ourselves. Because he knows when we focus on ourselves, we're not trusting God. We're not lifting up the name of Jesus anymore. We're not seeking him because we're so caught up with ourselves. Then guess what comes in? Depression, doubt, anger, bitterness, everything. Because he said, yes, she's now thinking about herself. She's thinking about how she's going to pay her bill, how she's going to get this. And we have to fight against that spiritually using the word of God. That's why Ephesians 6 and 10 says, Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that we may be able to stand against the walls of the, the wicked. You see, we're not wrestling against flesh and blood, but spiritual wickedness in high places. You know, when Job's wife came to him, 
it wasn't Job's wife speaking. It was a spirit speaking through her. So, you, you know, the Bible said when you try the spirit, you will know if they're from God. You will know if that person is speaking to you, if this is really from the Lord or not. And he will give you the discernment so you could know that. And so when Job listened to her, he said, woman, you're speaking like a foolish, you know, like a foolish person. Because he knew that wasn't God speaking. So I'm, I'm learning for myself too, you know. What are we doing with our life? Is it pleasing in his sight? And I mean, all of us, including myself, we get so caught up with things and with this and with that. And you, you, you know, David always seek the Lord and said, Lord, should I go up? And yet still David himself wasn't perfect because he messed up. He saw Bathsheba taking a bath and he wanted her. His flesh was desiring her. And yet still, he had someone. You know, but his body was desiring Bathsheba. And even though there was a sin committed, a man was killed, a baby was born, David came before the presence of God and repented of his sin, and God used him. And that baby became King Solomon, the wisest king. Imagine that. From that um, seed came King Solomon. So, when we truly repent of our ways, you know something, God will turn around our situation. That thing that looks dark, he will turn it into the light. We have to just trust him. And we have to be brave and courageous. Joshua 1 states this. God told him, only be strong and courageous. And as the man of God said it, that courageousness is being courageous in that moment of whatever you're about to face, whatever you're about to hear. And it's basically, it's not having that fear, you know? It's just that fear will come upon you. It's, it's, it's so strange. If you allow that fear, it could be so big in your spirit that you can't even see nothing. You just can't. It actually paralyzes you. And guess where it paralyzes it? In your spiritual man, in your mind. You can't see anything. I remember watching this guy. And he's one of those people who play games. A situation arises. And it looked like it was so overwhelming for him physically. That he just didn't know what to do with himself. And he's on online talking to his fans. You know. And it says that that conversation that he was having with them was his last. Because he committed suicide. And I remember watching it. And he's telling the people, you know something, you talk about yourself, you know. And you could see something was wrong. And he said, I'm going to go on the sofa and I go to sleep. And people didn't even realize that what he was about to do. So this man um, situation overwhelming which was depression it overwhelmed him so much it just paralyzed his mind that this was the only way 
for him to be out of this pain that he was feeling was death. And yet still Jesus died for his sins. And if he was to just cry out unto the Lord and say, Jesus, save me. Save me, Lord, because I need salvation. I don't know what to do. My back is against this wall. And so many times we all feel like that our back is against the wall and we just don't know what to do. And the enemy of our mind is saying, choose death. Choose death. And because we are so weak in the flesh, we do choose death. Because we can't see the situation getting any better. And so our, our mind is already paralyzed with fear and doubt and depression and mental problems that we just give in to it. But my brothers and my sister, there's an out. And that out is Jesus. No matter what you're going through, you could cry, it out, cry out unto him. Let him know that you need his help. And he's so close. He knows that we have these weaknesses. But he wants us to cry out unto him, call his name. He's so close. He's so close. It doesn't matter what you're going through. He's right there. You know, when we were born into this world, before we was even formed in our mama's womb, God says that I knew you. I knew you. Before you was formed, he said, I knew you. I knew that you was going to go through what you're going through. But in the process of that, he wants us to call his name. You know, God could make everything so easy. He just likes it. Listen, this is the plan for your life. You know, he gave us this booklet. And in the booklet, on day one, you're going to fall down. Day two, you're going to hurt your big toe. You know what I mean? But he didn't make it like that. He had it for us to trust in him. He wants us to trust in Him. He wants us to come to Him and seek Him with a sincere heart. That's it. And so the enemy's job is to, to try to come and break that chain, that bond that you have with God. That's it. That's his job right there, just to break the bond. And he tried to break that bond by how? Sickness disease, mental depression, um, fear, doubt, everything, anything that you could think of. That's what the enemy does. Try to break us down. So we begin to look and say, God, why me? Why me? Why am I going through this? How am I going to pay my bills? This and this and this. And you know what I mean? Every situation. But then you have to quiet your mind and say, God, I trust you at this moment. I mean, as there's trial by error. And last week I learned that, and it was good. I remember afterwards trying to keep my mind quiet, not listening to the chatter. Um, this situation arise. And I made some foolish choices because I didn't even know better. But I learned from that. And so the following week when the same situation presented itself, this time I said to myself, I'm going to be calm and relaxed. I'm not going to go into that rush and rush like what I was doing. Because when you get so caught up in the moment, you make 
bad decision. But when you put it all into the hands of God and you ask Him for His peace, and He says, Lord, I need your peace when I'm going through this day. And guess what? He will give you the peace. He will give you the victory. But when you come out of the victory, you could tell someone else and said, listen, he gave me this victory over this situation. And because he did that, I know he can do it for you. And it's your belief. You have to believe it in your heart, in your mind, in your soul. The woman with the issue of blood, she said this, if I could touch the end of his garment, I know I will be made whole. She knew that. So it just teaches us that no matter what we're going through, you know, you got even if you ever say, Thank you, Jesus, thank you, Jesus, thank you, Lord. I thank you for waking me up this morning. Thank you for this day, Lord. You're a good God to us. We praise you for your blessings and for all things, Lord. I'm grateful for life. Some people didn't make it this morning, but God, I thank you for giving me this moment. Some people, the moment they're born, they died, you know? And some people make it to see a hundred, and some people don't make it to, you know, in this world for a few hours. But the Bible says in all things, give thanks. Sometimes we can't give thanks in the situation that we're feeling, you know what I mean? Because it's so hard. And and the enemy of our mind is letting us know that, how can you give thanks with this, you know? But then you look back and you say, God, it could have been worse. So you, you begin to just praise him and say, Father, I thank you. I thank you for your goodness. I thank you for your mercy. I thank you for your blessing. Thank you for the use and activities of all my limbs. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. He said in his word that he inhabits the praises. And so when you begin to praise him for things that's not even happen as yet, and you're asking God for certain situation, when it comes to pass, you say to yourself, oh my God, I was praying and here God has heard my prayer and look I have the victory you know sometimes when you pray about it, you just have to release it and say God I release it and I say thank you Father so I just want to say this I praise you and I thank God for you my prayer that this day you have a blessed day and may the dear Lord keep you and watch over you welcome to life